0: computer bing bang boom awesome well hello and welcome to have the fun podcast uh it's a very special fun almost live edition with my super special repeat guest virginia gabby i'm a repeat guest <laughs> Woo! very exciting um and uh who runs uh, passing notes in class podcast uh very excited to have you back on um last podcast, you and I chatted a lot about Asian American identity and fun things like that. Um, And uh, I was really excited to go see Crazy Rich Asians with you just this last week. Yay!
1: Yeah, we did chat a lot about representation and all those buzzwords that are happening flying around right now.
0: Oh, I know. And I think we briefly mentioned crazy, Crazy Rich Asians. So I'm glad that the stars aligned that you were able to um, accommodate my crazy babysitting schedule with Weston and to go see the movie a matinee Sunday, but
1: <laughs> right. But you know, it's all smoky here and seeing a movie was probably a really good choice.
0: Yeah. No, it, really it, be outside. It, it's been super gross and it's, there's nothing more soul crushing than like having a young child, like pound on the windows cause they want to <laughs> go outside, but you're like, it's really crappy out. Yeah. You're yeah. like,
1: not your little lungs. <laughs> <no."> For sure. <sighs> um, And you're the person who introduced me to the books.
0: I did? Terrific. Uh, Well, it was all the rage when I was doing a lot of international travel um, to East and Southeast Asia. Um, They're, I think, beautiful books for being on the road or on the beach. They're a little trashy. (laughs) They're (laughs) like the
1: right amount of just trash and fluff.
0: It's true. Um and they're really fast-paced um and you can go you can read them all in like a week. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're kind of they're kind of complicated in that like they open with a family tree which you're like, "Oh my god, what am I like reading Tolkien?" Um, but it <laughs> does I feel like seeing this movie in particular really helps like visually like separate out a lot of the characters.
1: Yeah, I definitely got confused sometimes. And I was like, who is that person? Wait, we've not talked about, you know, Eddie for so long. <laughs> right. Who the hell is he?
0: <laughs> for sure. So let's talk, um, I guess let's just talk the movie in general. Uh, did you, thumbs up, thumbs down? Did you, what did you think?
1: Um. Well, first, I was super nervous going into it, right? Because it's the first Asian slash Asian American cast doing a modern movie since Joy Luck Club. So it's been 25 years. So I felt like, oh my gosh, there's so much writing on this movie. Like, and then what if it's just so bad and embarrassing?
0: <laughs> I have definitely, like, in terms of my own fandom, um, I'm gonna channel a little bit of Nick Brown right here, like having a big torch for like Star Trek, but legitimately they are, some of them are terrible movies and you're like, oh, I'm really excited this time. They're going to turn it around. We don't really get like Star Trek movies. And then you're like, n- I'm not talking about the reboots, but like insurrection. You're like, oh, this, this movie's not good. And I'm like, right. audience. yeah.
1: And I feel like with a lot of books that get turned into movies, sometimes you're like, I mean, it was, it was fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, this one I thought, so I really liked it. Um, I mean, it's not a perfect movie by any means. It's, it takes from a source that is light and fluffy and like kind of cheesy. Um, but I thought that the director did a really good job and it was a pretty accessible, like, I didn't feel it was just like a rom-com for women. Um, I felt it was funny enough to be, kind of um, men and women could both enjoy this film. Um, I loved the visuals. Uh, It was like candy almost. (laughs) It's just this.
0: For sure. Like the way that he um, shot like the food in general. um, Oh my
1: gosh. I
0: loved it. And just in terms of it being an important um, kind of plot, he used it as like plot devices, but just uh, where I had thought there would, they would really feature a lot of like the, the couture or like the fashion and things like that which was really heavily emphasized in the book I feel like they really punched up a lot of the the food which was I wasn't expecting
1: food and architecture yes I think because yeah I got a lot from the books it was like watches and they would drop name drop but I was like I have no idea what they're
0: like I'm, His brand I, I'm not, I'm not rich enough to like care about what these brands are.
1: Right. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so middle-class. I don't know this.
0: I know.
1: Like, <laughs> I've never even heard of this. Um, but I, yeah, so I did really like it. It also was just, it was cool to see a theater that was just packed full of people, you know, cause we went, you know, a few days after opening. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just left with this, Really good feeling, and um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to see it again. And it's not necessarily because the story is good, and I mean it is, but it also is just, oh my gosh, we saw like Asian people who were like beautiful, and some of them were vapid, and some of them were stupid, but there was this whole array of character for Asian people.
0: <laughs> I know. Like, it was amazing just, like, how much you could identify with them. And I I, I really appreciated both seeing it with, like, you and seeing it with my, my wife, who, if listeners to the podcast, <laughs> she's she's not Asian. Um, but I, I, you know, she loved it, too, And just in terms of a pretty traditional romantic comedy structure in some way so that, like, you could still enjoy it even if you didn't have a lot of points of reference, right? So I feel yeah. like um, that it was very specifically made for an audience, but it was still very like Asian Americans, but it was still highly accessible. Like, totally. Like I like chortled a lot when they talked about familial piety or just like guilt from from family members, which I know is universal, but like a special strain of like Asian yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the Asian strain,
0: yeah, that. is is great, and um, so I really enjoyed kind of that for sure. Um, I think I didn't even really think about it until I reflected, but I was even hearing um, a review about how, even though it's like this traditional romantic comedy, in some ways it it avoids a lot of some of those pitfalls and that like Rachel Wu, uh, that's her name, right? It's not, yeah. you know, Rachel Chu. Sorry, Rachel Chu. <laughs> Constance Wu plays Rachel Chu. Um, um, she's like a, a self actualized character right so like she doesn't like she doesn't have like a fundamental problem or like she's not trying to get like her partner to love with her or like she's not so busy that she can't have it all type thing right so like she has her shit together and like the conflict is not her being pretty enough or smart enough or whatever enough it's just like going through family conflict
1: yeah that's so true she is definitely a more thought-out character than most rom-com yeah. leads are because they yeah they're very one-dimensional it's like oh i'm the high powered lawyer and i can't have love you know
0: i'm <laughs> or like I'm, I'm a mom I'm, with two
1: kids i can't have love
0: <laughs> i'm amy adams but for some reason my boyfriend doesn't want to marry me
1: <laughs> right? oh yeah i'm the ugly duckling i was like but you're scarlett johansson <laughs> right okay. oh. yeah and i i definitely agree that it was accessible, that they explained enough about some of the more like, I would guess, Asian cultures or traditions that aren't maybe very common. Um, but then they didn't dumb it down. So like there was the scene with the Mahjong, well, I don't know how Mahjong works I haven't <laughs> right. seen it. Um, but just the tension between the two characters, what was happening, and then you could tell there was tension in the game even if you had no idea what the game was, which I did it. And so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, using that and then just the story. Yeah.
0: For sure. And I feel like that's one part in particular where the movie really improved quite a bit, right? So Michelle Yeoh's character, um, Eleanor, right? They really fleshed that character out, um, which I thought yeah. was amazing in terms of like, strong female characters i think this movie had it in spades which was i think terrific
1: right it was cool because she she's ultimately you know she is kind of the villain but she there's so much more to her and you can like see why she's making the decisions that she's trying to make for nick Mm -hmm. and that was yeah that was cool and i did read that she made it that way she was like a badass and was like we're we're sorting this out
0: (laughs) for sure (laughs) did it feel weird to you well i was relating to allison like it, it part of my brain kept thinking as we opened mm-hmm. and i didn't even realize until um until it was pointed out to me in a review that like the only non-asian speaking parts were like in, essentially in the opening the cold opening in london but mm-hmm. to have basically just an entire cast of of asians and asian americans um like for the first 15-20 minutes until my brain finally eased this way in like i kept processing it like it was like a foreign film like a hong kong film or a, like a korean pop something that i was watching until i was like no this is this is like a this is for sure like a hollywood film like geared towards me and it, that was a really it didn't hit me until like halfway through. Like I knew logically, but like on that visceral level, it hit me like really hard halfway through in a very yeah. um, surprisingly powerful way.
1: That's that's really interesting because yeah, now that I think about it, because I do watch a lot of a fair amount of like Asian movies. I do like martial arts movies and mm-hmm. yeah, Hong Kong movies and I Korean and Japanese movies. Um, don't watch a lot of Southeast Asian movies. I watched The Raid. That was <laughs> I was
0: about to say like The Raid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah it was like oh I'm watching yeah like oh this is just you know like it's a Chinese movie (laughs) right (laughs) um yeah that was part partially what was weird as I was driving home I was like smiling and I was like gosh like what would it have been like if our whole lives we had seen different characters who look like us or who had traditions like us you know we grew up in we were such stereotypes and like we just didn't see ourselves in a lot of other stuff like careers or we didn't see you know a stupid person or (laughs) you know like what would it have been like and for me I was thinking gosh you know if I had seen role models of like Asian women and they were beautiful in a and they were considered the love interest. Like, would I've had more confidence growing up um, because I was always like, "Oh, like I'm too Asian. I'm not Asian enough." There's this weird, um, you know. Does it have? Do I have to date a guy who has a fetish? Because <laughs> right. you know. And so I was like, going home. I was just like, "Gosh, like I hope young folks. You know, it is PG thirteen, but you know, there's not really anything bad in it.
0: No, just a lot of hot shirtless men. Quite frankly." <laughs>
1: That's a lot of abs. <laughs> a lot of abs. Making. Yes. But um, you know, I hope that like teenagers can see it and and see, you know, I mean, everyone, in this movie is freaking beautiful. Yeah, and it's awesome.
0: <laughs> I loved that, Yeah. What did you think? Um, diving in a little bit more, like uh, the so Rachel's character specifically as like a as an Asian American, like existing or like entering this world of of like of asia in terms of mm. being an outsider it, it was a little bit hard because they didn't really establish a lot of their new york life in terms of her being an asian Amer- or non-white in new york city but we definitely saw her being a fish out of water in asia and right. how did you feel about that
1: i would have liked to have seen just a little bit more yeah, about her life in New York as an Asian American. Like, did she eat Asian food? Like, did she in America consider herself, like, super Asian? Right. And then she goes over there and she's like, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is such, Asian American, so different. Um, I enjoyed that storyline a lot for her. But, yeah, I think it would have been nice to have seen either, like, her with her, more of her with her mom like, maybe eating in America, and then she goes over there, and she's, like, trying to navigate, but.
0: Absolutely, and, uh, and I also appreciated just kind of, like, what really also spoke to me, a couple of scenes really spoke to me, but, yeah, like, navigating, not, not specifically my experience, but, you know, my parents being either immigrants or, or, um, Second generation, I'm uh, more or less second generation, but like being at larger fa- family gatherings, but navigating those like unspoken tensions or mm-hmm. just like definitely unspoken familial structures or right. even you know uh, guilt in terms of family obligations or things like that. Not in a bad right. way, but it, it that felt really familiar to me when they not with with both with with Rachel's character, but also just with like Nicholas and that whole dynamic. Granted, you know, we weren't crazy rich Asians, but, you know, big Chinese family, like, kind of yeah. in your play felt very familiar to me. Yeah,
1: and, like, I don't know about you, but there were definitely people in my family that I couldn't talk to, so, like, I never had a conversation with my grandfather, because he only spoke Korean.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, and you're just, like, but I nodded
1: and I took money from it.
0: <laughs> exactly, and you felt <laughs> weird, and you're, like, oh. Uh.
1: I know, I was, like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Um, oh, I had a point, and then I I totally lost it. I feel like I have my head still like got so many thoughts around the movie. Um, and and I'm glad that I liked it as a movie as a whole. And I didn't just like it because it was Asian.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that too. And I, I was just just doing that thought exercise. Like if it was like a white or like a non-white, non-Asian character in like, I don't know, going somewhere in Europe like what I've enjoyed it as much and I feel like I would have enjoyed it but or like not change the channel if it was <laughs> uh, if I was on the airplane right. and, and probably enjoyed it but like probably
1: wouldn't th- have gone opening weekend
0: for sure I probably wouldn't have seen it in a movie theater but I would have rented it um right. and uh yeah so I think it was good I, I loved that's have you remind me have you been to Singapore
1: I've not been to Singapore, but boy, uh, do I want to go and eat everything now.
0: It's true, and it, it showed, like, obviously the touristy spots of Singapore, but those are all, like, legitimate things you can do in Singapore, and it's, you know, it's not a big
1: Yeah, city but Singapore. I did like your comment that they didn't sweat enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, especially, like, Rachel. You're, like, you're not used to that humidity. Girl, if you're eating outside in the hawker stall, like, usually I'm, like, I'm covered in sweat, and right. you're, like, eating, like, Southeast Asian chilies, so, like, usually I'm, like, mopping off sweat and like shoveling food in my mouth did
1: you at all because i know for me like i related to rachel's experience by going kind of over to asia when i went to korea i i kind of had a similar thing where i was like i'm korean Whoa, i'm really not korean i'm korean american and so for those almost two years when i was living there you know just constantly having to explain myself um explain my accent um so sometimes i was like oh it'd be nice if she could like yeah a little more on the you end up explaining a lot of like who you are and like things like that which mentally was weird as i was like kind of coming to terms with my identity i guess do you (laughs) have that at all when you went to asia
0: great great question um in japan it was a little weird because people thought i was japanese but knowing that I was Chinese American was, was, was fine. Um, I mean, it was still weird and definitely I was treated differently in terms of like the white teachers. Right. Um, but definitely like the times that I've been to like Hong Kong or, you know, um, mainland China, I think Hong Kong in particular, um, people being very thrown that like, I don't speak Cantonese and I don't speak Mandarin, but definitely I have a Southern Chinese face cause my family is from Southern China. Uh, okay. uh so like, Kind of in that region, so like a and F got a very like southern Chinese last name, so they 're like they look at me, and then like nothing's coming out <laughs> <laughs> none none of, none of the language options are coming out, and even the English is American English, not british English, right, so um, definitely some a little bit of disorientation. Um, uh, for sure and uh, always a little bit of awkwardness in terms of like not really knowing what's going on like speaking some really crappy japanese which doesn't really help you a lot <laughs> um, in most east asian countries except Japan. yeah
1: um, it was hard not knowing just like little things like knowing in especially in the asian cultures where there is like kind of a hierarchy like not knowing who was supposed to serve the drink or who eats first or where you sit at the table. <laughs> and you're like fumbling through that.
0: For sure. And a lot of like those subtle unspoken things that like they probably don't hold to that same standard to like maybe like a, a clear foreigner. Right. You're in that little bit like, well, maybe you know. <laughs> and you're right. like, nope, I don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: I was like, I eat hamburgers and
0: drink beer, for sure. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Singapore was was great. Um, I think one question, one thing that I appreciated when I was listening to an interview um, on Fresh Air with Terry Gross and the author Kevin Kwan, um, was just that it showed like the one percent, the you know the one percent of the one percent of Singapore. So you saw largely ethnic Chinese or, you know, um, and you didn't see a lot of, in the movie, like indigenous uh, uh, Malaysians or lower class folks. And there's certainly huge class divides there. Um, Right. So, but at the same time, it's specifically a book about crazy rich Asians. So
1: Right. And I I had read, I kind of went on this binge and read a lot of stuff and interviews and all that. And sometimes... I was like, well, the movie can't be everything to everyone from every, everything. (laughs) Right. So, but I I understand kind of wanting to show, because, I mean, I think we get enough of, like, the poor Southeast Asian kid, you know, like the kid with no shoes. um, Or
0: the Southeast Asian prostitute, right? Or the sex worker, I should say. Yeah,
1: Exactly. So to just show something that, you know, we have not seen at all. Um, and yeah, I mean, it glossed over basically everything else in the world.
0: <laughs> I know.
1: Um, but that's what movies here do too when they are in that genre.
0: Oh, for sure. Like...
1: I mean, New York City. I was about
0: to say, it's like yeah, New York City is like suddenly you only see like white people and clean streets and like...
1: Right. And it's sunny and, like, not too hot, you know, sweating. Or it's winter, but it's just a trickle of snow as opposed to a blizzard.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah. So, I I absolutely, yeah, I can't, the movie can't be everything to everyone. Um, I think a more interesting viewpoint that I was reading just a few comments from, like, native Singaporeans Mm -hmm. who, like, Coming it from it radically differently, right? It's not as big of a deal for them to have a like a foreign movie system because making movies about in Singapore because like that's what they do. (laughs) That's what they do all the time, right? There's China and I'm sure all the major movie industries film in Singapore and like being an Asian or a minority or a a, not an ethnic minority um, within Singapore. It's a radically different experience. So, like, having an Asian lead, not so radical for them. So, yeah. just in terms of how they thought about it or how... It's just Singapore another
1: was- movie, right? <laughs>
0: right. It's just another movie. Doesn't really capture Singapore well. I'm like, well, oh.
1: <laughs> Is Singapore where, like, you can't spit or chew gum or...
0: It's lightened up a little bit. But, yes, it is light- definitely not a democracy in any sense of the term and very, very draconian. Um, mm-hmm. even more so than Korea in its history. So um, right. uh, so yeah, I mean, they did a lot to form as a city-state after the Second World War. Um, I, I did study it a little bit in, for Southeast Asian history.
1: <laughs> right, I actually, I don't know that much about Singapore um, at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it is a pretty interesting economy. I mean, obviously a trade... It was a trade route before, um, which now I'm putting myself on the spot, but like originally <laughs> they wanted to become part of Malaysia, but um, uh, Malaysians shut them out for ethnic and political yeah. reasons. Um, so what's his face? Whoever founded it, I forget his name. Lee Kuan Yew, I want to say, was like, well, F it. I'm going to make a city state then. <laughs> and do terrible <laughs> things to the indigenous people here, but we're going to make a very strong city state.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Well. Wow. That's what happened with <laughs> countries and bad people and things. <laughs> um
0: yeah. Well, largely we loved most everything. Were there any parts that you didn't enjoy as much or would have hope hoped they maybe expand on on? I think a pretty obviously a, a sequel is probably coming.
1: Yeah. Um I mean it's it's hard because there are so many characters with so many side stories. Right. Um that to, like, get a full emotional read on, like, all these different situations might be super overwhelming in a film version, so I saw Astrid, her, like, storyline, they, like, touched the surface of it, but it was definitely very, like, secondary, but then that end thing, spoiler, I guess, oh, not really, um, where they, it was just, you know, that one guy just looking at her, um, I was like, oh, they're obviously setting up that they're gonna, do that with that story the
0: second story plot the second book plot like yeah, yeah
1: i do like that actress she was in the uh, tv show humans did you watch that
0: yeah one? i did watch i watched the first season haven't yeah, the second season
1: se- second season i watched like one episode and i was like i'm done
0: <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah so i think that's interesting and i felt like that was probably one part of the movie where it felt like a comic book movie wink where like if you didn't know the books you'd be like why do I care why are we spending so much time with Astrid comma who are these people that I don't care about
1: right right I did like I mean the way they introduced all the characters I thought was nice and was like a pretty good setup of like well these are going to be the important players that maybe you'll need to know the names (laughs) of but otherwise there were so many people and this was the same thing with the book even in the movie I was like who is that guy (laughs) Like what? why is he on this bachelor party is that his cousin
0: like, <laughs> yeah yeah no because they throw a lot of people like it's Colin's friend and then this is blah 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 and like this is like you never super clear like who's actually related to Nick or like right you almost wanted like a visual family tree with like their heads popping up a little yeah, bit Yeah,
1: because they oftentimes were described with just a throwaway line and they're like you used to beat him up and you're like Okay, like okay, he's from your school years. Okay, we've got that, but like I still understand why he's still here.
0: You're right, absolutely.
1: Um, I, so I think Astro's storyline was one that maybe could have been, like, it very much was Nick. It's obviously very much Nick and Rachel's story, but in the books, I felt like it really was about all the stories because he almost sometimes got a full chapter on a person.
0: For sure, yeah, very much Game of Thrones-ish. Like one entire chapter might be from a very specific viewpoint. And so I I definitely missed out on that too. And I feel like we had some pretty strong female characters or expanded female characters in the movie. And I feel like they kind of, not shortchanged, but they're just like, Nick wasn't like a super rich character in terms of inner life. Like we didn't spend that much time with him. No. So I, I would hope that maybe in the second film, they, you do spend some more time with him because like he, his, his general arc was like or his in the book it was a little bit clear but here in the movie if you didn't know the context like he kind of just like lies to Rachel a bunch or he's in like a super <laughs> he's he, he's either like lies to her a bunch or he's super stupid about like what the implications of introducing like right. Rachel to his family are in the book it's much more like here's inner monologue of him struggling in the movie is like, duh! Oh, I didn't even think about that. i know. problem. I'm like,
1: I'm sorry, I hurt you. I was like, yeah, you threw her into some like real shit, and not only that, but like media is present. And like, yeah, like, oh, like it's nothing.
0: For sure. Like, <laughs> good thing you've got those abs, son.
1: <laughs> I do think it's so interesting that like part of the casting process was like they took just like YouTube submissions.
0: Yeah. You missed, been, you missed out, Virginia. You could have YouTubed.
1: <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> we needed, like, a chubby Korean girl. <laughs> I'd be there to do, like, face masks or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I did appreciate um, the two very, like, comedic relief. Uh, Aquafina and the gay guy.
0: Yes. Um,
1: they were Sir, Mateo
0: from Superstore. That's yeah,
1: like, yeah. You know. And I have to say, um, I do not like Ken Jeong- Acting or anything he does, in anything. Mm. But I thought his character, because he was playing against people who were also ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I haven't hated him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he was solid. Uh, his son in the movie was also another like weird point. The voyeuristic, like that was that was, was I think he was, that was a little creepy. And I'm like, I think that's like the 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 30 seconds out of that movie you probably could have cut.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but then like the mom of that family was as weird as him, and of course the yeah. daughter. And I was like, "Oh, this family looks really fun."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely would definitely spend uh, an American Thanksgiving with them. Right. Um, yeah, and then to- I like
1: when he was like, he he went to UC Fullerton, <laughs> <I know. laughs> and he's like super proud.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, in in general, I'm trying to think of other things. I loved it. Um, I loved hearing audience reactions to it. I loved that. Um, I think the person I was sitting right next to in our row. I think it was a, a group of, but um, it, it was kind of dark. But like white women, but they had definitely read the book, so they were very excited about that. So I and I like chatting with even some of my coworkers who who are not Asian who who loved the books and um, very much a, an ally, but like just could love it on its merits of just being like a rom com with intrigue and things like that. So I loved. Totally. I, I loved that it it. it could be a great experience for a lot of people
1: yeah i think that it made me happy to see that there was just all kinds of people at the theater you know so because it is it's just an enjoyable movie and i think it was the same with like black panther which was another movie that i was like oh, i could see this over and over again um i saw it at the imax and like it was great and i felt like well, you don't have to be black to like this movie. And if you, any Hollywood person thought that, then they just don't understand how the world works. Like, I mean, I think it's just silly that they they were like, "Oh, a black film couldn't make money, an Asian film can't make money."
0: That's yeah, for sure. Care about
1: anyway, but uh, it's
0: just. I know, and it just like having people tell specific stories that are still universal are great, and like it made me like. I could give a rip about like Marvel comic books or the like, character, but like just um, the director's vision of like Afrofuturism, which is something I wasn't even familiar with. But just like oh. this, this extrapolation of of an African country f- uh, gripping with colonialism, or uh, mm-hmm. imagine a future where this country w- didn't wasn't a, massively affected by colonialism, We're just all these fascinating sub subgenres that I didn't know about, mm-hmm. and which was awesome so i i hope that people are much more interested in like oh what's tell me more about singapore which is a very accessible <laughs> southeast country uh southeast <laughs> country <for laughs>
1: I, I wonder if there's going to be like an uptick in tourism to i definitely saw articles that were like how to do a you know crazy rich asians tour of <laughs> singapore
0: i did i did i i Tried to bite back the cup. The, the few places I knew, like I hadn't been, I've never had an excuse to go up to that ho- the hotel with the ship on top of it. Um, but definitely, I've been to like the Raffles Hotel, which is where Nick and Rachel stayed, which is where they invented the um, the Singapore Sling drink. Actually, so you can buy a oh. very expensive Singapore Sling there. Um, and I had been to. The, I'm pretty sure I'd been to the the. the the hawkers food market where they'd been
1: yeah uh, was a Did place called place with those trees that are all colored
0: i think that wasn't a thing the f- the few times i visited no, but okay. that is very That's popular like yeah but that that is popular for for folks to visit and definitely some of my colleagues have yeah. have visited that space too so. i do
1: i do look forward if they do any sequels there is so much travel involved in these books you know they start to pop over to switzerland and france and they start to go to china and hong kong and you start to see like a little bit more about their lives in the greater world outside of singapore
0: for sure yeah and just kind of widening that scope and you see a a lot of china and a lot of europe and kind of emphasizing like this this asian diaspora specifically this chinese uh diaspora of like Folks scattering all over and, and things like have been in these different countries for quite a while. So, like,
1: right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So overall, I definitely think it was a good experience. I'm glad we got to go together. To, Yay, um, me too. Um, as my not my only Asian friend, but <laughs> one of the few.
0: <laughs> it's thank you. But uh, I do la- think
1: I do think um, you know, there's stuff that we share experience-wise that some of our friends don't share, um, or our partners don't share with <laughs> us, because we both have white people.
0: <laughs> it's true. Um, and, and I wonder when, like, Laurie's eventually sees it, like, what his perspective will be as, like... Yeah. As a... White male. White male from the UK, maybe. but Yeah. Yes. But also as a white <laughs> male, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he is a great ally, um, especially cause he'll let me just kind of like go off about representation, you know? And as both of us were actors, so like we oftentimes felt maybe a little more in terms of like auditioning and what feedback you get and when you are the only Asian person in the theater.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it makes almost a bigger deal that we got to see all these actors doing their shit and get paid.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, I love it. And I loved it. And I, I think just as I am wrapping up, just thinking about what you were thinking about in terms of like seeing people like you on screen, or I, I'm just reminded of those exercises you would do in high school. Like if they made a movie about my life, like who would play me? And like back then you'd be like, I would be like, um, uh, oh. B, No, B.D. Wong wasn't a thing or like he wasn't big then. Like, right. I know. I was like
1: Margaret Cho,
0: <laughs> and I was like Cho Yun Fat, but he's only made like a couple of mediocre Hollywood films.
1: I, yeah, mm, like, there was. Yeah, there was. If you <laughs> think about it, I was like, I mean, we weren't even like the quirky best friend. We were like literally just not even <laughs> present.
0: <laughs> for sure, but yeah, it, uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for that, and I'm excited that. Especially, I think, in the second book, there's a lot more, expli- I mean, like, the character who plays Nick is is himself half Asian, half something, right?
1: Yeah, he's half, half British, I think. That's right.
0: And I think there's a lot more, um, and Gemma, Gemma is, is it Gemma or it's Gemma Chan? I think she's Gemma half Chan. as well, half British. Is she? I think so and I think uh, explicitly in the second book anyways that as they show more of the family tree there are the folk particularly the ones in Europe are there's a lot of half Asians so I'm I'm curious to see that reflection and like excited for you specifically and for for (laughs) Weston to like see a bunch of like the the rich tapestry of 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 identity
1: of identity awesome it's so cool yeah we're having a moment
0: we are woo Um, I am going to get around to, to all the boys I've loved, I think.
1: Oh yeah. I might, I'm going on a bunch of plane rides soon. So I think that's going to be one that I download to my phone and and check out. Excellent. Um, it was recommended, like I'm on Goodreads and the mm-hmm. book was recommended to me on Goodreads. And I was like, what? Based on what? <laughs> <laughs> How much do you um, know about me, Amazon? Yeah. I was like, mm. but no, I am, I am interested. Uh, for that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else where I was like, oh, another representation movie, but I can't
0: remember. Oh, the that actor, that Nick actor, he's in that, that we saw the the preview trailer, the Paul Feig weird right, murder. Right, so what's psych- Paul
1: Feig doing?
0: Like- <laughs> I know. And that psychosexual, what was it? A Simple Request? No, what was it? I don't even remember what it was called. It's a movie with Anna Kendrick and... Nicholas, Nicholas Young,
1: and <laughs> yeah, and uh, Henry Golding.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you. He's got.
1: Um, yeah, he went from nothing to like, like. How did you have these two movies coming out at the exact same time? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Man, who wasn't a movie star.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just you know, I'm some guy doing BBC travel shows.
1: I know, it's silly. <sighs> um, but he does have a nice accent. You know, I like a British accent.
0: Like, hey, yes. And he's very easy on the eyes, so. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. And John Cho has a movie coming out, soon where he's the lead, like a thriller.
0: Oh, right, right, with this something, I uh, know, Dark Spit, no, the online one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see that uh, the the other film he, that indie film he did, uh, Columbus?
1: No, that was a really talky one.
0: Yeah, I, that but- was the very talky one, but I did, I did want to hunt down and see it, but.
1: Yeah, I do like John Cho.
0: Okay. I just can't,
1: it's still funny that he's like the MILF guy from American
0: <laughs> yeah. talk Hey, we all got to start somewhere, especially if we're Asian American.
1: <laughs> right. But, you know, it does make me happy that he was able to do Harold and Kumar, because I was like, oh, two Asian guys and they're stoners. Like,
0: I know, like an East Asian and a, and a South Asian guy. And, right. Yes. And, and there's, yes, that was a very subversive film. Yeah. Anyway. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Virginia. Uh appreciate it. I'm sure we'll have some more chats in the future. <laughs> and this episode should go up. Um, I'm going to cut it together real quick um, on Friday.
1: Whoa! Quick turnaround.
0: I've actually kind of run through my backlog already, so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, oh, scramble, scramble. I
0: know. Ma, who's on the docket?
1: Well, I'm glad we could chat about it. Uh, it's, it's always nice to get to... Especially for this, I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to debrief
0: me too for sure excellent well have a very good night
1: you too thanks
0: thanks for listening to this episode you can subscribe and rate this podcast on apple itunes google play stitcher and on our host anchor fm music used for this podcast includes live wire by steve combs with a whimper by josh woodward and olivia by heysen You can email us at halfthefunpodcast at gmail.com and send us voicemails through the Anchor FM app. You can check out more photos and commentary about this episode on our website, halfthefun.fun. That's halfthefun.fun. And like us on Facebook. Want to be on the show? Drop us a line. See you next week.